Nice beaver. Thank you. I just had it stuffed. Let me help you with that. The end is here. The 2022 championship wraps up this PGA season, and the cut line is here to break it all down. Sunday is more fun when your lineups are in the green, and the cut line is going to get you there. Got me there. Get you there, Zach? Slightly. Slightly there. Yet nothing, nothing is as important important. As you as the listener, we appreciate all the time that you give in the cut line. We're looking forward to growing our show, our listenership, and our ability to dissect any PGA event. So thank you, Canada. Thank you, Australia. Thank you, USA. Thank you, UK. Special thanks to South Africa, Ireland, Germany, Sweden, Spain, New Zealand. And some of our listeners have been with us since the beginning. We're grateful for the hours and time that you spent with us. Hell, Willie will even thank you, Indiana. Thank you. You guys are the real winners here. And now, a quick word from our sponsor. Drank a lot of water. I really have to go. People are waiting to tee off, and there's no restroom out here. Guys, how many times has this happened to you? Come on, you know you can't hold it in that long. Don't worry, I've got the perfect gift for you. Introducing the Euro Club, the discreet sanitary solution for your urgent relief. Created by a board-certified urologist, it looks like an ordinary golf club, but it contains a special reservoir built into the grip to relieve yourself. The Euro Club comes with a special towel to keep your privacy, and it appears to everyone that you're just checking out your club. At first it seems comical, but believe me, when you really have to go, it's a lifesaver. Sanitary, leak-proof, easy to clean, and no more embarrassing moments in the bush. Dramatically improve your golf scores for only $49.95. And when you order now, get a second Euro Club for half price. That's two for only $74.92. Club now at 866-999-4-EURO. That's 866-999-4-EURO. The Euro Club, the only club in your bag guaranteed to keep you out of the woods. Look, when you gotta go, you gotta go. And when you're on the course, nothing better than the Euro Club, man. That little towel hides your uh, your private stuff. It does. So you can pee into a shaft. Welcome to the Cut Line. I'm Michael Cavalunas at Lunas on Twitter. And the Tour Championship signals the end of the PGA of 2020. And brings about the oncoming onslaught of the NFL football season. Yeah, yeah. Go Bears. Go Bears. Go Bears. Did you see the Yahoo uh, Madden simulation? They had the Bears going 14-2, and two, winning the Super Bowl, Nick Foles, league MVP, and Super Bowl MVP. As he should be. Close to your heart, I'm well aware. Very well, and he will do it again. It ain't going to happen, though. No, definitely not. Not with that cast of characters. 
There are none on Chicago. Nope. <sighs> but this show cannot, should not, will not be done without the 6K maestro Martin Pillars. Number one fan. Uses a mini putter from his local putt-putt. He drinks flirtinis habitually. My time Manafort. Zero Iron Zach. At EaglesFan83 on Twitter. Mulligan Manafort. What's up, buddy? Excited. It's going to be a... Uh... Good week of golf, but a bad week for DFS golf. That makes any sense? But it will be. For the record, this is the second time we're recording this show. <laughs> I'm about to throw my computer out the window because it said it was recording, and apparently it wasn't. So, Audacity, I hate you today. So we got that going for us. Yes, but we're here again. All right, straight into our good, bad, ugly. I'm going to start kicking off with the good. $25 parlay paid over $1,200. Six-player round winners. Crazy. Crazy. That's my good. Insane Boom, last week. More good. I thought I was just going to min cash. I played probably like a quarter of what I normally play on the weekend. Ended up making 100 bucks. I was happy with that. Yeah, take that. All right, more good. Said I can't play Morikawa. What is it about good sex that makes me have to cry? My bad was Rory. Bad was Rory. Didn't show up. True. And I just... I don't think I really had an ugly. I really don't. Tiger Woods. No. (laughs) Harris English. Too soon. That's me. Screw Harris English. Yeah, you're not happy about him. No, still not. Alright, well what about your good and your bad? Uh, Johnny Rahm. Only guy I played in the upper upper tier, so I'm very pleased with that. Good, uh, Kokrak did well. Uh, I'll take that as well. Uh, my bad, Harris English he sucks. <laughs> he sucks. And uh, my ugly was um, my monster for Mr. Gooch. He finished pretty as close to the bottom as you can get, unless your name is Mr. Leishman. So, oh, Leishman was yeah. so bad. I'm so happy we didn't talk about him at oh, all. Oh yeah. So glad that that was just a meltdown. Just disgusting. All right. Well, now the cut line is here to bring you in-depth DraftKings analysis of the Tour Championship at Eastlake. Pulling punches. We're going to jump right into it. We're going to do the best we can. (laughs) I like these guys. They are funny guys. To make sure you're cashing on Sunday, we'll be sure to bring in timely wax, greenside satin traps, and a putt that might drop in through the back door. The goal of the cut line is to ensure that your tournament lineup is in the green, and so is your bankroll. Vegas time. Let's do it. You're Nick Papagiorgio. You're from Yuma, Arizona. You're into software. I never kid about money. And you never walk away from the table when you're on a heater. So there are plenty of bets to be made this weekend, yet there really aren't. There really aren't. So we're not going to go no. into like a betting segment here. But what we are going to do is name it and announce our winner of our giveaway. 
Yeah, yeah. Last week on Twitter, Brian Altman, Twitter handle LostFart68. Can't win them all there, Brian. Yeah. Hope that's your, like, business profile. <laughs> Anyways, Brian Altman came up with honoring David Sims from T- Tin Cup calling the segment No Laying Up. So that is the new Vegas segment name, way better than anything we could have came up with. No laying up. So Brian Altman, one of us jabronis, will contact you, let you know what you won, probably our signature towel, and we will throw in some custom logo golf balls as well. Mm. But Thursday night, Zach, lineups like on Friday this week. What are you going to be doing? I'm going to look for a new computer. <laughs> I've changed my, changed my thing from the last time we recorded this. I'm looking for a new computer. Not a lot of golfers. Not a lot of entries for me. I'm going to be doing something that will better my life moving forward. Well, I know what I'm going to be doing. I'm going to be on Fanshare Sports and FanshareSports.com. You need leverage. There is no better place to get ownership leverage than Fanshare Sports. How do I know this? Because I, yours truly, compile the ownership on Fanshare. But Fanshare is used for a lot more than just that. You can research past history, past events, correlating courses, even use their lineup generator, Fanshare Sports and FanshareSports.com. In the discount code, please write the word cutline to get 20% off your membership. Mm-hmm. Ownership is not a leverage to be belittled. Zach, let's jump right into it. 30 golfers, tour championship. What are these players looking at this weekend? All right, so East Lake Country Club in Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, par 70, 7,300 yards. A moderately difficult course, ranked 14th out of 49 courses on tour. Uh, coming across with four par threes, 12 par fours, and two par fives under 600 yards. Looking at Bermuda grass this week on the greens and a 6,300 square foot green size, which is about average. Uh, six water hazards, 74 bunkers, and designed by the one and only Donald Ross with a little bit of inspiration from Reese Jones. So that's that's some good info, right? All right. So how are we how are we gonna play this? You know, uh, weather looking pretty good. It's gonna be uh, mid seventies to upper eighties throughout the week. Thursday, Friday, Saturday look pretty good. No rain. Uh, wind's gonna be gusts up to thirteen, but relatively calm. Other than that, it's five to seven miles an hour pretty much throughout the day. Thursday through Saturday, and then Sunday we'll see a little bit of an increase, uh, remaining about seven to nine miles an hour wind. It gusts up to 16, but it's going to rain pretty much from 8 o'clock in the morning to, eh, really runs all night, uh, off and on throughout the day. But that's all the way into Sunday, and we are talking about recording for the second time on, I don't know what day today is, Monday. So, check the weather before we get to Sunday, because it might just be perfect all weekend. So, take that angle out of it. So, for me, what am I looking at? I'm looking at strokes gained, two degrees, strokes gained approach. Birdies are better gained, GIR is gained, and a driving distance here because in the past the Bombers have had an advantage because they don't really care about the fairway because the rough was only about two or two and a half inches uh, and it wasn't that bad. So I'll be looking at driving distance as well. So that's where I'm at this week. I think it's an all-around kind of game, uh, especially with the caliber golfers that we have here. So that's what I'm looking at this week. What about you, sir? I'm looking at ball striking Strokes gain approach off the tee, good drives gain, strokes gain part five, greens and regulation gain, and draft kings scoring. Very important. Fair. So, 
Let's break it down, dude. These two putts from victory. Only needs one. Ooh, got a member's bounce there, boys. That's birdie all day long. Let's break it down. This is our birdie or better segment where Zach and I typically take the top tier to the 7K tier of golfers. But this week we are doing it a little differently since we only have 30 golfers in the field. So we will not have an MG Monsters and Guarantee segment. But we will break down this the best we can. And we are going to start in that top tier. The $15,200 Dustin Johnson all the way down to the $10,100 Bryson DeChambeau. Zach, you have a lot of good golfers in this range. Who is your play? John Rahm. That's it. One and only. Why? I'm starting with John. I only have three lives this week at most. Um, I think John Rahm is just going to win. And I want the winner. And that's all I'm playing. Okay. <laughs> I mean, how, how how can you how can you disagree with his performance last week, and then just repeating it as extreme? Con- I mean, last week was a hard course, pretty similar to this one. I don't see a reason why he can't just repeat here. I don't dis- I don't disagree. Okay, I, I think John Rahm. If you're going to break it down in terms of recent form, since we came back from COVID, all those kind of factors played into this. John Rahm is probably the best play especially with the price point at 12 7 um if you go dj you're really kind of handcuffing yourself with the 15,200 but playing dj at 15,200 is unique in itself i think it's gonna have a lot of severe lower ownership um i don't know if people remember but he burned everyone last year remember he like he started like minus eight but ended up in like 26th place because he just couldn't do anything on this course yeah so but I'm going to tell you where I'm going to go. Webb Simpson. I don't hate it. And here's why. When you look at Webby, sixth at the Northern Trust, third at the Wyndham, right? Took the time off last week, didn't play at the BMW Championship. But he's very contrarian in terms of style when you look at these other golfers, right? True. Sure. I mean, all these guys are pretty long off the tee. And I think because of that, Webb is just not going to get the love that he should get. People are going to go to Justin Thomas. I think Justin Thomas is going to be the highest down, over 30-some percent. Following that, you're going to have guys like Morikawa and DeChambeau and DJ and Rom all be popular. I think Webb is kind of like outside looking in on this. Yeah, I, would, I wouldn't disagree. I think that's a solid idea, especially in that out of those groupings, for sure. And he's starting at a good price point at 11000 and you can easily build a creative and diverse lineup with it. In terms of his recent form here, specifically at Eastlake, tied for 16th last year, tied for 4th the year prior, and then in 2017, tied for 13th. So he does have top 5 upside. And when you look at where he's beginning, he's starting in 4th place at 6-under, and he's only 4 strokes behind the leader, Dustin Johnson. So I think Webb Simpson, for me, is going to end up becoming a core play. And that's that, that's yeah. where I'll get unique in this top tier. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. I, I can't hate you for that one. All right, so what are you, you going to do with your boy Morikawa? Uh, I will... 
not be playing him because I'm only playing John Rom. If I have to go off of Rom, I like going back to Morikawa here. I just think that he's in a solid spot to bounce back. I understand the concern about, you know, that he's not a good Bermuda putter, but I mean, outside of last week, his approach game has never, he hasn't lost strokes on approach since the Wyndham back in August of last year, up until last week. So I'm going to hope that's an anomaly and he gets his irons back and he makes a good run here. But I really don't think I'm coming off a run. But if I do in one of my three lineups, it'll be tomorrow, Cal. Okay, well, that makes sense. But you you look at him in the last 12 rounds, right? He's 21st in scrambling, 30th in three-putt avoidance. That last one is pretty key to me to say, like, hey, maybe you don't want to play him. 30th in three-putt avoidance. Last. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I mean, that's a good point. Especially in his worst putting service, but... Are you going to play Bryson? No. No. I just don't, I mean, I don't hate it, but I just don't have, I'm not, I'm just not. DeChambeau fits that mold where he's at minus four, so he could come back to win. Sure. But he needs to find his approach game. It looks brutal right now. You look at the last two tournaments, he lost strokes gained in approach. 5.4 strokes lost last tournament. At the Northern Trust, 1.8 strokes lost in approach. He almost lost. He lost 4.2 strokes putting at the Northern Trust. His game is off. And if you watch the charity event on Wednesday last week, he even said it. He's like, man, my irons are just off. I can't hit these clubs. Yeah. If that's the case, I know DeChambeau's the type of guy that that can like figure it out. But I I don't think I'm going to go to Bryson unless I really think it's like such a great leverage play. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I'm not, I'm not doing it. Not going to do it. All right, so the 9K and 8K range is pretty interesting. Um, and I'm, I'm going to kick this off right off the bat. Rory is due to have a baby. Okay. Now, if you can predict and project that Rory's going to have a baby while he's golfing at this tournament, then don't play him. You know, take the, take the avoidance of the withdraw. But if Rory gets through the weekend playing all four rounds he's an elite play and i think he's very contrarian because everyone's going to have this information when they're building the lineups on friday he could potentially have single digit ownership and is such a leverage play in a, in a mme event yeah i see your angle but to me it's not worth the risk all right who are you going to play in this range tony Fino. obviously that's it. I mean, the guy ranks top 10 in almost every major stat category in the last 12 rounds. Minus scrambling where he ranks 26, but I'm okay with that. Fourth in, D- yeah. fourth in DK scoring, seventh in greens and regulation gained, third in strokes gained, part five, eight in, eighth in uh, good drives gained. And he's only 8,200. Yeah, I mean, I'm, how could you not? He grades on number eight for me overall, and he's like number 13. Am I balling this right? He can win. Can he win, though? I mean, fall the stars align, sure. That's a huge comeback. He's eight down right now. He's at two under. He can win. He can do it. It 
like won't happen, but he could do it. I here, I'm gonna argue that Tony Finau cannot win, but he can most definitely top five. First of all, he hasn't won since oh, he, can top he's, five, he hasn't sure. won since the Puerto Rico. Like let's That's let's right. let's let's put that out of the bag. He's not gonna win. Him and Fleetwood can go hang out whenever they want to. He's not gonna win. Yeah. But the guy I'm gonna go to as well in this range is Daniel Berger. Daniel Berger's season this year is insanely good. Oh, dude's out of control. Yeah, I agree. Insanely good. He's got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven top tens with one win at the Schwab. Second place at the St. Jude. 13th at the at the PGA Championship last weekend. 25th at the BMW. He's playing out of his mind, and, and, and if I had a vote, he would be PGA player, Tour Player of the Year. He's not going to win it. I know that. But... Man, that's insane of a season for me, and I'm going to ride that. I don't disagree. Yeah, I mean, he's playing fantastic. If I had the the ugh, brain fart salary space, I would roster burger. You know who you should contact for that brain fart? <laughs> that's true. I forget his Twitter handle. but <laughs> Brian Altman. Brian Altman. <laughs> I found your fart. It is in my head. All right, so a guy that kind of interests me is Harris English. No. But he's such a good Bermuda putter. He's such a shitbag for being a shitbag last week. All right, take last week out of it. No, I won't. I won't. I took took all the other weeks into it to play him last week. And what does he give me? Shit. So he can stay at the shit bottom of my list. <laughs> Screw Harris English. He's starting four under, and he could come back and win this thing. Yeah, see where he starts four under. He's gonna end up Mark Leishman plus seventy five. His one time playing here at East Lake, twenty fifteen, finished tied for twenty second. But then you look above him at Xander, who finished first in twenty seventeen, seventh last year, or in twenty eighteen, and second last year. Xander finished no. second here last year. No. You got any interest in X? Yeah, I know I do. But again, Price is going to pull him out of it for me. I think X is a great play here. He's in good form, too. But, 25th, 25th, yeah. 10th, 6th, 13th, 14th, 20th. Um, his last missed cut wasn't, it was in January at the Farmers. Oh. I mean, he he's on a... Not that there's a cut event here at Eastlake, but still, he, he's playing great golf this year. I, yeah, no, I don't disagree. I'd play him. If I had room for him, I would, I would put him in a few lineups. Definitely over fucking Harris English. I don't know. I think you could fit him in. I don't. Like, no, I'm not. Uh, may, may, it'd be really close, but I'll have, to, I'll have to play around with it, but I don't think so. All right, so looking at, at this range, like, Fino, obviously a lock and load. Burger X, solid plays. We talked about the risk with, with with Rory. Do you trust Matsuyama in this position? Terrible on Bermuda. Yeah. Terrible on Bermuda. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I put a bet on him to win, but I don't think I'm. I'm not playing him this week. I think he can do it. I don't have room to play him, so therefore. I'm not, but I'd much rather bet him than play him in DFS. All right, fair enough. All right, so let's go down to the uh, the 7K range. 
Let's go there. And a guy that I normally love to play, I'm probably not going to play this week. Who? Scheffler. Yeah. I've been in this spot before where you just get burned with the Bermuda putting. But, man, if you can get leverage with Scotty Scheffler, he's due to win. 20th, 4th, 4th, 15th, 22nd. Oh, that's some good stuff. Yeah. I mean, he definitely turned it around from the, the craptastic beginning of the March. When did we start this? March? April? March? March. The March crap that he pulled. Or June. Was it June? May. 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 There we go. May. I was in there somewhere. Somewhere in that time frame. He looks shitty at the beginning of our, our restart. But he's he's come, he's come back to form. But, yeah, I don't know. I, I agree with what you're saying. And I don't think I want to play him either. Come on. No. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to. All right. So, looking at this 7K range, I'm most definitely going to play Terrell Hatton. I think he's yes, I sir. Think he is a lock at 7K. Um, hopefully, yes. he has suppressed ownership. We'll see where people end up and do their, their lineup and roster construction. Um, but, the like... Brendan Todd's in play. I think he'll be kind of like a filler guy for me. He won't ever be a core play, but I think he's someone that most definitely could fill out and round out some lineups. But the Terminator, where where do you stand on him? I stand far away from him. But he's so like his putting surface is Bermuda, and I get it. Like you look at his That's recent run, like he's terrible in approach right now. He's terrible right now. Outside the Wyndham, he like which. You could say it was a luck box. He's terrible. He hasn't gained approach. He's only gained approach twice since we've restarted here. And it was at the Wyndham where he finished ninth. And when he missed the cut of the PGA Championship. I mean, besides that, he's looked like ass. Ass, 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 ass. No, I don't want him. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, you don't have to play him. I'm not. I will say this, though. Like, we know the potential that Sungjae has. And I think if you're going to do MME, like, you need exposure to some of these guys in some fashion, some way. Like, I would argue that, like, Sungjae is worth a flyer in a 20 max in one lineup. Hmm. No. 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 I would just play Hatton... Scheffler, Finau, and Hovland. Hovland. All right. I, I would avoid Sanjay altogether. I just don't. I, I just have no faith at all. Now, the other guys have shown some sort of like the fact that they're alive, and Sanjay has not. All right. Well, let's go. Let's go down in the six k five k range. We'll combine them both. Rolling. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, anyone else? Did you want to talk about Brendan Todd like in depth? No. No. Okay. <laughs> no. God no. <laughs> no, no, hell no, great. hell no. Um, I will say this about Brandon Todd: he's a great Bermuda putter. Fin- finished eighth at the BMW. Mm-hmm. So, I I think he's viable, yeah. especially at three under. He could squeeze up in that top five range, and he's probably gonna be low. So, anyways, looking at the six K five K range. 
I'm I'm gonna say this. Neiman's gonna be chalk. Sure. Like big time chalk. Such big chalk. Are you gonna eat it? Nope. Why? Because I'm going a bit lower with my number four guy. Who'd be that? Sebastian Munoz. I love at, Munoz uh, here. Where the hell is he? Fifty nine hundred. Great Bermuda putter. Well, not great. I'll say he's a good Bermuda putter. Uh, plays decent in common moderate winds. Should be able to see. And he really just came out swinging last week at 8th at the BMW, 18th at Northern Trust before that. I mean, he hasn't been good by any stretch since last February, but I mean, he's gone from miscut to 74th at the Wyndham to 18th at Northern Trust, 8th at the BMW. He's picking it up. Um, and he's just been doing it all without a putter. So put him on his best putting surface and let him get a couple strokes there back. We could see a guy that gained some ground on the field. And I don't think he'll have any issue putting up some points this week for sure. And at 5,900, I mean, there's not a few guys. There's not a lot of guys on here I, I'm happy to roster, but I think he's one of them this week. Okay, fair enough. What about, like, I'm with you on Munoz big time. Yeah. But where are you at on Lanto Griffin? Because I like Lanto Griffin in this spot. He's kind of like, you know, stat wise, he's like kind of in the middle. He's a decent Bermuda putter. But if you look at his recent form, 10th at the BMW, 56th at the Northern Trust, and 19th at the PGA Championship, hasn't missed a cut since the workday. In all those events, has gained strokes and approach, um, has struggled off the tee a bit, which is important here specifically at this tournament. But I think he's a viable option to kind of get different here at Eastlake. Um... I was against you the first time we recorded a little bit, but I think keep now that we've that. we've gone through this a, a whole time and now, yeah, you've talked me onto him, and I, I, and I say that because like usually I just overlook him as like more of a first round leader bet. But since we already kind of talked this through, uh, I agree with you. I, I totally think that he's a great play down here, and he looks just as good, if not better, than you know in some of these categories. And he's been doing it for longer. I mean, he's looked good since Memorial, so. Yeah, completely agree. I, I love I love the Lanto play here. Well, the thing I also like is that he's at minus two, right? He's not starting even where he's like ten down. I don't yeah, I don't no. I don't expect Lanto to win by any means, but I mean a, no. t- a top ten gets you that DraftKings scoring, like it totally pays off and then some. Yep, I'm with you. No, totally agree, hundred percent. And I think looking at it now that Ryan Palmer is in that same boat. Because Paul, I mean, he did it last year. Palmer starting one under. We know what he did last year. I, I think it's human nature, just the cynicism of it, to say like, "Oh, well, he can't do it again." But fortieth at the BMW, eighth at the Northern Trust, forty third at the PGA Championship, fifteenth at the St Jude, second at the Memorial. Right? Yeah. Look at last year. Like he went crazy. Yeah. So I, I think it's a viable option for Ryan Palmer here too be successful okay. i know he's probably like though i think he's got to be the oldest guy in the field right tiger's not mm. here so he's got he has to be look yeah you're probably right you're probably right there's no one in this field as old as ryan palmer no, no. the one thing is that ryan palmer's burned me all fucking year yup all year but in the last eight rounds palmer 17th and birdies are better gain 27th in ball striking 18th in the field and strokes gained T to green. I think it's that, that that last number I mentioned that kind of gets me interested just because he is $5,400. So 
Similar That's similar good. spot would be Cam Smith. Yeah. Look, in the last eight rounds, he's eighth. No, I get he's it. He's eighth in the field in in Tita Green, fifth in approach. You get a hot fifth. putter, and that birdie or better gained stat goes through the roof. Yep, you right. Problem is the Bermuda putting. Yeah, I, I'm not on him, but I see your point. All right. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. I'm just not on it. Anyone else in this range you you like? Uh, no, no. Hard no. Okay. Well, let's do it. Let's go to let's go to can't do it. Yeah. No. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No. 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 Hell no. Can't do it. All right, so this is the cut line signature segment. Can't do it, won't do it. Where we break down golfers that we can't play. Zach, what you got? Harris English sucks. I'm not playing him. I'm not going to play a guy who just was on fire and just doing, like, what the hell happened? He was doing so good. Like, end of the, end of the last season, coming out swinging this, it's after the break, and culminating at a runner-up in the Northern Trust, and then just looked, just looked like garbage. He didn't, the stats don't even show how garbage he looked. He just looked like garbage. And I'm not gonna pay 80, whatever, 100 for this guy, because I'm not even looking at his price tag. It doesn't matter what it is. I'm not playing a guy who just totally let me down and is gonna come out here and do the same thing. I mean, it's a similar, like, the course is kind of going to be as difficult, maybe a little bit easier, uh, but I have no faith in Harris English. He needs to go drink some old English and just sit his ass in the corner and do nothing, because he's going to do nothing. <laughs> Not playing him. Can't do it. No. Did, did, go away, Harris. Harris English burn your bankroll last weekend or something? Yeah, Harris English. Oh, man. I, he, I was in a position to win a lot of good money last week. And all of the all of those lineups had F and Harris English in it. All of them. <sighs> Screw Harris English. All right, I I'm in the camp that if Justin Thomas is going to end up being the chalk donkey of like 33, percent not to say that he's a bad play. I just don't no. want to be with the rest of the field trying to tie for first place with Ju- with Justin Thomas and trying to diversify elsewhere. So I I think Justin Thomas. Especially if the Rory ownership goes to like single digits, it's gonna have to go somewhere and probably inflate JT's ownership. Um, so I'm gonna go no on JT simply because of ownership. That's it. I think that that's insane. He could get up to forty percent. That's crazy. And I get it. I get it. There's thirty golfers. Like forty percent. Like that's not surprising, right? But no. but I'm just not gonna do it. I can't do it. Won't do it. No, I'm with you. I don't, I don't blame you on that one. Oh, you men are all alike. Seven or eight quick ones, and you're off with the boys to boast and brag. You better keep your mouth shut. Oh, I think I love him. All right. That's it. That'll wrap up the cut line in our analysis of the Tour Championship. It's over. All over. The 
2020 PGA Tour Championship signals the end of a great season and an exciting new beginning for the 2021 PGA season and the cut line. Special thanks to Fantasy National. Thank you, PGA Tour. Thank you, Fanshare Sports. Zach, thank you for your time, your dedication, and contributions to our show. Thank you, good sir. And last and most importantly, thank you to our listeners this show isn't worth nothing without your time and dedication and commitment we'll even thank you indiana zach next week safeway open excited safeway of course the cut lines will break it down for zach manaford i'm mike cavaliers we'll see you come fall swing in the start of the 2021 pga season good luck this weekend go and get them later